0: Yo, what's up, guys? You're now listening to the Wild Youth Podcast. There's a couple different people in here tonight that I want to pray for before we get into the message. So if there's anyone in here right now that needs a healing, specifically a healing in their body, maybe you've been sick, you have something out of place, something that's been hurting, I want you to raise your hand and we're just going to pray for healing in your body. We're going to pray in faith over them that they're going to be healed tonight. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you that you are with us right now. We thank you that you know each person, each ailment, each hurt that their hand is raised right now. Holy Spirit, would you just come and bring complete and total healing? And each and every person, Holy Spirit, you know and you care. So we come to you asking, fully, in faith, believing that you can and will do this, God, because it is your will to heal. So God, we thank you for that, and we praise you in Jesus' name right now. Amen. Second group of people, if you're in here and you've just been confused, maybe you've been, you've been waiting for an answer, you've been asking, maybe there's just been a stirring of confusion, maybe some, some doubt in your faith, Questions have come up. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand and we're going to pray for clarity and peace over you right now. Awesome. Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. And Holy Spirit, you are the Spirit of Truth. So I pray right now that you would be speaking your truth into each of these people. I rebuke any lies that are in their head right now and we just cast them out in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, in its place, put what is true. Bring clarity to their minds. God, if they've been waiting for an answer, I pray that you would speak that answer even tonight. That there would be a step forward, that there would be a movement, that there would be a direction of clarity so that they know what they need to do. God, I thank you that when we come to you, You hear our prayers and you do answer us. God, I pray that we would continue to have faith even when we don't hear the immediate answer. But we would continue in that faith knowing fully that you will answer. So, God, we thank you and praise you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, welcome to the wild. We're getting kicked off our third week in Just Married. Our third week of of Just Married. Take out your Bibles and open it up to Matthew chapter 25. We're going to read our scripture tonight before we get into the word. Also, if I haven't met you, my name is Connor. Hello. I'm the youth pastor. Thank you for being here, honestly. Thank you for coming. Thank you for uh, saying yes to the friend that invited you. Thank you for hanging out with us, having fun with us. I hope that you've been blessed already. I hope that you've been making connections. But ultimately, I hope that you hear a little bit from God tonight, because that's why we're here. We're here to, to hear from God, to know that we are loved, and to be in community. So I hope that you feel all of those things tonight. All right, Matthew 25, starting in verse 34. Then the king will say to those on his right, When did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer to them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers, you did it to me. So go ahead and reach out your hands. I just want to pray over the word tonight. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would speak through me tonight. I pray that it would be your words that are spoken. You know what each person needs to hear. So God, I pray that it would land on hearts that are ready to receive it. God, give us ears to hear it and hearts to apply what you have to say. uh, And the humility to change maybe what needs changed. God, help us to better understand what it looks like to love you tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Learn people's names. If you want someone to feel special, remember their name and the next time you see them, call them by their name. That is so powerful. People want to be remembered. People want to know that you cared enough to remember their name. Here's a trick. If you struggle remembering people's names, ask God to help you. That sounds silly sometimes, right? Like, okay. No, he will. If you ask him to help you with something that seems so small, he will help you. I do that all the time. Why? Because you guys care. You care when I remember your name. And when I don't remember your name, you also care. You're like, are you serious? I've been here like 20 times, you don't remember my name? Yikes. That is totally my fault, and I apologize if that has happened to you. (laughs) All right, Just Married. Have you guys been liking this series so far? Yes? Raise your hand if you have learned something. Awesome. Cool. Great. Okay. So we're continuing on since Ian and I love each other. If you don't know Ian, he's my husband. He's awesome. You should get to know him. Yes. We love each other. And we have chose to spend our lives together. That's what it means to get married, right? I am choosing to join myself to him until one of us dies. So we are in this for life. There's no getting out of it. Because of that, I make it my goal to care about what Ian cares about. I make it my goal to care about the things that he cares about. Now, not everything will or should become a passion of mine just because it's a passion of Ian's, but I should at least take interest in it. So the title of my message tonight is Take Interest. Take Interest. So something I knew going into our marriage that I would have to take interest in for Ian was role-playing games. If you know anything about Ian, you know that he loves role-playing games. I knew nothing about that before knowing Ian, like nothing at all. But I knew that I would have to, to care at least a little bit about that. And for one, it was something that took a lot of time. So I also knew that if I wanted to spend time with Ian, I needed to be where Ian was. So if he was playing a game, I needed to be around him. But secondly, it was and is something that he is really passionate about. And so, of course, I wanted to know more. It was a part of who he is. It is a part of who he is. And so I wanted to know more. And it started with me simply listening and learning from him. There's a lot to learn. If you want to have any length of conversation... Asking about role-playing games, and he can talk to you for hours about it. So I started just by listening, and then I would sit in on a few games. I would go and just observe what happened. I would watch him as he orchestrated this whole game. And eventually, I started playing with him, right? It was this progression of me becoming more and more interested. And the longer I took interest the more I began to understand what he loves about it, but I also began to better understand Ian and who he is. And we should all be striving to do this in marriage. For those of you in the room that are married, do this in your marriage. Care about what they care about. For those of you in the room who aren't married, which is most of you, put this in your back pocket and remember it for when you do get married. Care about what they care about. But on the flip side of that, since you aren't married, if there is something that you have zero interest in and you do not want to have interest in, pray about it and tell God that you do not want that in your spouse. For instance, I do not care about sports. I know it's brutal. Like if you invite me to your game, I will come. I will watch you because I care about you. I don't necessarily care about what you're doing. But I care about you. Mostly, I don't care about NFL. I don't care about college sports, whatever, all of that stuff. So I legitimately prayed to God and said, God, do not let my husband care about sports. Because I don't want to take my time learning about sports. And you know what? Ian doesn't care about sports. Praise God. Come on. Praise God for me. Thank you. Thank you. Pray for your future spouse. And pray specific prayers. God hears them and he cares about them. Let's say as you get into that marriage, though, and your spouse does have something that you do struggle to care about, still pray about it. Ask God to soften your heart. Ask him to help you find enjoyment in their passions. You aren't asking to suddenly become the same person, right? We already talked about this. I don't have to have the exact same passion that Ian does. But I should at least want to care about it. And this should be a continual prayer in our marriage. God, help me to see and care about the things that they care about. Because as we grow, we become passionate about more and more things. As we grow, we start to take interest in more and more things. And so I'm continually asking God to help me see and care about the things that Ian cares about. The question I have is, have you ever prayed to care about what God cares about? See, a common prayer that's similar to this, you've probably heard this before, is, God, break my heart for what breaks yours. Have you heard that before? Okay. So it comes from the song called Hosanna. Such a great song. It says, heal my heart and make it clean. Open up my eyes to the things unseen. Show me how to love like you have loved me. Break my heart for what breaks yours, everything I am for your kingdom's cause. If you want a dangerous prayer, pray, God, break my heart for what breaks yours. If you want to get emotionally wrecked, that's what you're going to pray. Because it won't take long for your heart to start to break. It's not going to take long for you to begin to take interest in needy people. So point number one tonight, God cares about people. And so we need to care about people, specifically the needy people. (laughs) Sounds fun, right? We have such a negative connotation to the word needy. But really what that means is people in need. All of us have some kind of need. Whether that be emotional, physical, or spiritual, we all have some kind of need. So we're saying, God, show me the people who everyone else overlooks. Show me the people who everyone else ignores. Show me the people without homes. Show me the people who are misunderstood, the people who hate themselves, the people who need a warm meal. Show me the people that need gloves or socks on their feet. Show me the people who've been mistreated, the people who have never known human love. And now that I see them, God, what can I do to help them? The first step, yes, is seeing the people. We need to have eyes to see them. But then let's take it a step further and say, God, what can I do with that? What do you want me to do for the people that I now see? God cares about people. And the least that we can do is take interest in them. The very least that we can do is take interest in them. We might not become passionate about every type of needy person, right? I just listed a whole bunch. I'm not saying that all of us need to go 100% on every type of person because we're going to get worn out. We're going to get tired. And we're not all designed to care for every type of person. That's why we make up the church. That's why God has made each of us unique and different to care for different types of people. But for me, that's you guys you guys are my needy people, right? You guys have a need. I'm not calling you needy, although some of you are. You all have a need, and I'm passionate about you, which is what led me here. Who are you passionate about, and where is your passion going to lead you? We always talk about, you know, when you graduate high school, what are you going to do with your life? Yes, think about that, but you can care for people now. So start identifying the people that you're passionate about and then ask God, God, what can I do now? How can I help the people in my school? How can I help my friends? How can I help the homeless people? Whoever that is for you, ask him, God, what can I do? And as you ask God to break your heart for what breaks his, you also are going to begin to take interest in sin. Now, not taking interest as in finding more ways to sin. No, no, no. <laughs> that is not what I said. But we're taking interest as in seeing the sin that's already in our life, and how do we get rid of it? Because sin breaks God's heart. This is the prayer that you should have all been encouraged to pray a few weeks ago. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you because that's sin. Sin is something that offends God. And lead me along the path of everlasting life. God, show me the sin that's hurting me. Show me the sin that's hurting my relationships. God, I want to know this is also a dangerous prayer. It doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel good to have the bad things about us pointed out, the things that we need to work on, but how are we going to grow if we don't ask? How are we going to grow if we're not critiqued? Knowing that sin breaks God's heart, that fact alone should compel us to change. See, in my marriage, when Ian hurts, I hurt. When I hurt, Ian hurts. When God hurts, we should hurt. And so it should be no surprise that when we hurt, God hurts. Take interest in the sin in your life. As we continue to take interest in what God cares about, the more we will actually be interested in it, and the better that we are going to know and understand God. I want to end with this thought tonight marriage is not about being served, it is about serving. We will be far happier in our marriages, whether that be our earthly marriage or our marriage with God. If we go into it with a perspective that I don't want my spouse to serve me, I want to serve my spouse. I'm going into marriage to serve, not to be served. The same is true with God. While he does serve us and he does bless us, I go into my relationship with him. God, how can I serve you today? What can I do for you today? How can I be better today? Who do you want me to talk to today? See, Jesus himself said that he didn't come to be served but to serve. See, this is when we have to put down our desires and pick up God's desires and say, God, what do you have for me today? So as we break up into small groups, the question I want you to ask yourself is when is the last time I did something just because God wanted me to. When's the last time I did something just because He wanted me to? Okay, I want everyone to close your eyes. Where are you at? I want everyone to close your eyes. That way we're not distracted, we're focusing. Because I want you to hear this. God cares about you. God cares about you. He knows what's going on in your life, He knows what's going on in your mind. In your heart, in your spirit. He cares about all of it. Even the things that you tell someone else and they seem to just shrug it off like it's not a big deal. If it's a big deal to you, it's a big deal to God. And I want to encourage you to talk to Him about it. When you're talking to God, we talk about praying and talking to Him. It is just that it's a conversation between you and God talking to him just like you'd talk to me. You're talking to him just like you'd talk to your best friend. You're talking to God, so address him. You're not talking about him, you're talking to him. It's a relationship. In your prayers, when you are are speaking like it's a relationship, things are going to change in your heart. You're going to start to see God as a person rather than just a being, because he is a person to have relationship with. If you're in here tonight and you're like, man, what does that mean? How do I have relationship with God? Well, the Bible says, in order to have relationship with him, all we have to do is believe in our heart and then confess or say with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, and we will have relationship, we will have salvation. What that salvation means is that the moment sin entered the earth with Adam and Eve, we were all doomed to spend eternity in hell apart from God. And that sounds brutal, but God is a gracious and loving God. And in his grace, in his love, in his mercy, he sent Jesus to die on the cross and take your punishment Saving you from that death so that you could have eternity, life everlasting with God. We serve a good God. If you don't have relationship with him, I plead with you tonight to say this prayer with us and to say yes to that. He not only cares about you, he has plans for you. Before he even created the earth by speaking it into being, he knew who you would be. He didn't just know your name. He knew what you would look like. He knew what you would talk like. He knew your gifts, your talents, your personality. He knew every piece of it because he crafted it together. He crafted it into being for a purpose because each of us have a specific, unique purpose designed for us. So we're all going to say a prayer together in here one line at a time. And if you want this, you're, you're praying this. Saying, God, I want relationship with you. Pray this with confidence from the bottom of your heart. He's extending the invitation. It's always there. We just have to choose to say yes to that. So if everyone front to the back, right to the left could repeat after me. Say, dear God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for caring about me. God, forgive me for all I've done wrong. You call it sin. Break my heart for what breaks yours. Help me to see myself the way you see me. God, I choose you tonight and every night. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Keep your eyes closed for just a few more seconds. If that was you and you said that prayer for the first time tonight, starting that relationship with Him. I'm going to count to three. And when I get to three, I just want you to shoot your hand up because I want to pray for you right where I'm at. Before we leave this moment, I want to pray for you and I want to celebrate with you. So if that was you on the count of three, just raise your hand. One, two, three. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. With the rest of us, reach out our hands. We're going to pray over four souls tonight. God, we praise you because you are worthy to be praised. The king of kings who sits on the throne, God, you are and will always be on the throne. And God, I pray that these four people who said yes to you tonight would see you as that king on the throne, but that they would understand that the king on the throne is their father. So what that means is they can come to you. They can ask of you. They don't have to be afraid. They don't have to be ashamed because you want to be asked. We do need you, God. I pray that we would never forget that we need you, but that we would also never forget that we have to ask. We have to come into your throne room. We have to humble ourselves and say, God, I need you. Would you help me? God, I pray over these four people, Holy Spirit, would you just begin to fill them with peace, fill them with joy, fill them with hope. God, would you speak to them about who they are? Would you tell them that they are a son or a daughter of the king of kings, that they can walk out of this place a new person because they are a new creation? Their old self has passed away, and now they have been made new. They are the person that you designed them to be. So, Holy Spirit, would you just continue to speak to them about who that is. And I pray that they would begin to see the beauty in who they are and how you made them to be. God, we thank you for that and we praise you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God for four people tonight. Thank you, God. We praise you. We praise you. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Wild Youth Podcast. If you like what you heard, follow us on our socials at thewildyth. or come in person on Wednesdays from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Stay wild, fam.